Howdy, cowboys. I'm Una. I'm Chloe. And I'm Frankie. And this is a podcast. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. Tip! 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 All right. I couldn't hear it, but I definitely couldn't (laughs) jump into it blindly. Hope I was right. Oh my god. All right, uh, welcome back. We are back from our winter break hiatus. Um, we're back and better than ever. Excited to be giving you guys some more content. We're very, very excited. We'd like to start this episode off yet again with another apology for the audio quality. We yeah, really are working on it. We're going to get there, though. You guys are I just on this journey with the us. Experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly? For sure. <laughs> This is a clunky um, no, podcast. You knew what you were signing up for. Yeah, we don't. We don't have money. We're we're broke high school students who can't get jobs because we're in the middle of a pandemic. I I'm peace signing. You can't cards. see that right now, but I'm peace signing. Oh, and see your yes. little pouty face. So cute. Um. Anyways, this episode we are going to explore the world of personality types. You know, the Myers Briggs, the Harry Potter houses, the astrology. All of that stuff, all of humanity's way to try to <laughs> identify with who they are on the inside. Give them a purpose. <laughs> to find somebody else to summarize themselves for Exactly. Them. Yeah, it's just general descriptions, general people descriptions. Self-discovery yeah. takes too long. Why not have somebody else do it for you? Just yeah, why it. not just identify with a vague description that almost anyone can relate to? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Um, right. Well, we'll be, well, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say that we're starting with the Myers-Briggs personality test, or also known as the 16 personalities. And I prefer this method simply because I think that it gives, like, they're the most options, so it can kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit more. Not always right. Um So, the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, also known as MBTI, is an introspective self-report questionnaire indicating different psychological preferences in how people perceive the world and make decisions. So, the test is essentially made up of, your identity is made up of four letters, which are extroversion or introversion, sensing or intuition, thinking or feeling, and judgment and perception. If you want, and I'm not going to go into the four individual things simply because of the fact that that is something that you learn on your own and you take this, it's like a 10 minute quiz. Yeah, it's like 60 questions or something like that. It's longer than other personality tests. So it's more. But it gives you the best. It gives out of everything I've seen. And while I disagree with some of the stuff that they told me about my personality type, it gave me the most spot on. Yeah, I would have to agree. This, out of the other types of personality tests or identifications, definitely is the most accurate, considering it is based off of, like, actual information you're giving them. So I think it, yeah, is, it's it can be quite definitely. Accurate. It's different from, like, uh, a zodiac sign or any other astrology-related thing, because it's not just quiz. a BuzzFeed <laughs> quiz, because, like, those things are just completely... Um, they're based on the day that you're born and you have nothing to do with them with the Myers-Briggs test you actually can have an effect on it and if you see something in the quiz that like 
maybe want to change about yourself, you can work on that and you could learn to like, hypothetically, you could like change your personality type mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. changing your answers to the question. So yeah, for sure. our individual personality types, I am um, an INFP, which I was very confused for a while. I was like, why did they say that I was an introvert? And then I realized I don't like people. I don't. Other than us, it's not. You love mm. us. That you, is, you do love no, us. Debatable. You love yeah, us. No, that's, uh, so that's like you love me so much. That's up in the air. But <laughs> so I'm an INFP and that is the mediator. And essentially the stuff, uh, like I disagree with some of it, apparently. All the like memes, the Myers-Briggs memes that I see are like, ooh, ooh, kid, like cry, baby. Like you just simp all day. And I'm like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I'm true. an ooh, ooh person. You're not at all. Person, but you're Chloe a is an uwu person. Chloe is an uwu. I don't even like right. the word. I hate the word. But Ooh. the other thing that it says. It's like the smosh bit. Yeah. I'm moving <laughs> on. the prince of uwu. Uwu. <laughs> oh my god, I it's want so new funny. friends. It's so good. I'm comedy um, nerds, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm moving on. But the other thing, like... Uh, what I like about the Myers-Briggs test is it, is it also tells you what other personality types are compatible with yours, and it kind of made, like, the ones that I saw were more, like, go-getter people, and I was like, ah, that is, as a person, I need a, a go-getter, because I am not that, but it said something about my personality type that was, like, super, um, like, daydreamy, like, won't date anybody because they're not perfect. Like super idealistic. So is it ah? It's like idealistic. Is that the word? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's that. It's essentially I have the perfect version of who I'm meant to be with in my head. And you have your brain boyfriend. And I have my brain boyfriends, multiple, all of them. (laughs) But but disregarding them, it's just like I know who I want to spend the rest of my life with, and I'm not gonna marry anybody that's not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's valid. So, yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if you two know about your individual ones. I don't know much do. about other people. I know what mine is, but I don't know much about it. Are you the so protagonist? I can go first. No. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Okay. Sorry. I don't care. <laughs> Just you go. You go. Okay. Um, I am INFJ, and that is the advocate. Um, and I happen to think mine makes a lot of sense with who I am because the advocate, like, they like to solve problems, like, in their yeah, lives. They like to you. see people happy. They like things, like, when they're good and how they're supposed to be. And I think that makes a lot of sense with my personality because I'm kind of a control freak. Um, I like having control in anything, in my relationships, in my work. Type a. in Yeah, I'm very type A. I, I, I like things organized. I like things done my way. Um, but it's also that can obviously get in the way of relationships getting stuff done because I want everything the way I think it should be. I'm kind of the same. I literally just repress it because <laughs> I see um, people get frustrated with it, and I'm like, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't be so picky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting a little more information because there's a oh here romantic relationships. Um, so. For advocates, 
So it says that they like tend to take the process of finding a romantic partner seriously. I find that that is true to me. When every two seconds you're like, I need a boyfriend. I need a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I mean, I do take it seriously. Like I really, one of the things I want in life most is that perfect romance, that lifelong love. But I definitely, I don't, I'm the type to not rush into relationships, but if one, like, someone's like, hey, I like you, I'll be like, okay, even if I'm, like, not crazy about it. So I think that part of the personality is not accurate to me. Uh, But, yeah, so that is an INFP, and that is me. Wait, no, INFJ. I'm INFP. I just think my memes are funny now. Yeah, I am an ENFP, which is the campaigner. I'm reading the little summary right now. So it describes the campaigner as like a free spirit, life of the party, very interested in like social and emotional connections with people. Um, That makes sense. Charming, independent, energetic, and compassionate. It says that Spider-Man is an ENFP. Oh, I love Spider-Man. I don't really know how to feel about that. All the INFPs are like artists. Okay, I'm reading the romantic relationships one for me. Campaigners have the advantage of irresistible charm when it comes to attracting a partner. Campaigners' warmth, excitement, and passion are simply alluring. Um, It says, you cannot live without the fire. (laughs) Um, Campaigners' mystery, idealism, and deep emotion. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I would say that I'm, I get a little bit idealistic when it comes to romantic relationships, for sure. I think I'm more of a, I'm probably, like, the biggest romantic in this group, because I have this, like, I grew up watching Disney movies. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you're romantic. Oh, my God, the difference between us, you're romantic, and I just want a Mr. Darcy. (laughs) I want somebody who's just an asshole who just likes me. No, I'm, like, I'm such a romantic. Not an asshole. I'm just a just romantic like, that will go for the bare minimum. <laughs> I'm a romantic yeah. with high standards. I think that I have low standards. I think I'm like, oh, if anybody was interested in me, no. and then somebody's interested in me, and my brain goes, no. You Not even because they're bad. Standards. It's because my brain's like, well, you can't date them. You can't. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't marry them, would you? Self-sabotage. Fun, fun little thing. Very fun. Um, so do we want to talk a little bit more about Myers-Briggs or do we want to move on? No, we can move on because Myers-Briggs, is, definitely, Myers-Briggs is something that if you are listening, you should experience for yourself. I'm looking at the list of strengths and weaknesses for my the campaigner and getting my feelings are being hurt. <laughs> Ooh, the Florence Nightingale was an INFJ. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm Robert Downey Jr., so. <gasps> Lucky. Oh, my gosh. I just have <laughs> a bunch of, like, political slash socially, like, famous people. Like, people you read about in history books. Oh, that's Lovely. weird. Um, okay, let's move on. A member on. of BTS is a campaigner. <laughs> Which one? Uh, RM. That makes sense. That makes sense. So he's in love. <laughs> I'm not in love. Okay, moving on. To... All right. Let's. And wait. Let me let me preface this. 
with while zodiac signs are something that people very strongly identify with we included it in our personality test because i don't like i don't identify with the majority of the things about libras so we kind of consider them maybe una less so but a little bit of like something that's not entirely true all the time with the grain no i mean I take astrology with a grain of salt. I think it's fun. I think it's really cool to learn about. I do think if you meet someone with really strong traits that go with their sign, it is interesting because mm-hmm. there is this thing of like, oh my gosh, maybe it, maybe the stars really do affect our personalities and the way that the stars are, the way that we're born is really, really has an impact. But for the most part, I, I don't really think that's true. I mean, I don't know. I just each their own. To with astrology, yeah. the most. Just, just the thing is, just if you're really into astrology and like you know a lot about it and you do believe in it, just don't, don't gatekeep stop. it. That's honestly all. Yeah. Just don't gatekeep it, and you're don't fine. Gatekeep. Everyone can be happy with their different levels of liking astrology. Yeah. Okay, so this this little trio is interesting because two people in this group are Libras. Uh, and those people are Frankie and Chloe, and I'm a Leo. And we're very so, different. They're very different. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go through the Leo traits just so we can get an idea of what that's like. So Leo traits, strength, creative, passionate, generous, warm-hearted, cheerful, humorous. You I would say all of those boxes. Aw, I love you. Uh, listening if I'm being completely honest (laughs) well it basically says like I'm not going to read the list again but I I do think some of those are accurate I consider myself Mm -hmm. a creative person I like to think that I'm like warm like welcoming to other people you're cold you're cold as ice (laughs) aww (laughs) cold as ice okay weaknesses arrogant stubborn self-centered lazy inflexible I'm, oh, I would no. say I'm stubborn. Okay, that is true. I would say I'm stubborn. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, self-centered, I, I try mm-hmm. not to be. Arrogant, no. I try not to be. No. I will say I do get jealous, but I don't think that's full arrogance, you know? Well, even if you mm-hmm. get jealous, I think that jealousy is the thing that everybody gets jealous, the the trick is not showing it and not letting that affect your actions that's true that's true okay and then leo likes theater dang it (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to be a theater major dang it okay theater taking holidays being admired expensive things bright colors fun with friends dude that's literally you you're a textbook leo oh my god yeah it's not my fault I was born this way, baby. All of your stars perfume. come on the right track, baby. I'm oh my gosh, <laughs> I swear to God, my brain is just random song lyrics and quotes, like all no, the but time. I respect it. Yeah, I appreciate sure. that. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Leo dislikes being ignored, facing difficult reality, not being treated like a king or queen. Mm, I yeah. mean, I I don't care if I'm being treated like a king or queen. Like that feels weird to me i mean that i don't probably want to be i don't like on a it pedestal. i don't like it yeah there's something about that where it's like i don't like i like being respected uh-huh 
Yeah. It's it's respect is different than being like pampered. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like definitely... to be respected. Maybe I like I like I'm not against like getting pampering. attention. The occasional pampering, but it's not like I constantly need mm-hmm. to be like worshipped. Like that's just off putting. Yeah. Oh my like, god, if, if somebody I tried ever... to worship me, I'd yeah, faint. No. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> Whenever I see stuff where, like, there are couples and we'll be like, oh, he's my king, oh, she's my queen, oh, she's my princess. No, I call it karma. It weirds me out. It weirds yeah, it weirds me out, too. It makes me think, oh, they're going to break up in a month. <laughs> yeah, it's... You it's, say she's my queen? Yeah. Okay. It's not a healthy <laughs> That's a red flag. Yeah, um, not, not healthy power dynamics there. So, basically, to finish it out, I mean... Leos are considered, like, leaders, and they're compatible with signs like Aquarius and Gemini, which are, you know, a little bit, they're, like, Aquarii are very fun. They're a very fun sign. I love Aquariuses. My sister is a Gemini. I also love Geminis, although people kind of don't like you for that. Oh. I do like my sister. She just drives me up a wall sometimes. (laughs) She's better. She is she better. She used kid. to be insane. She used to drive me up a wall, too. Oh, yeah. She I was a hellraiser as a kid. <laughs> yeah, that. Frankie knows. Okay, now let's look into Libra. This is you guys' sign. Okay. <laughs> you guys. You guys. So, strengths. Cooperative, diplomatic, gracious, fair-minded, and social. I I'm fair-minded. Yeah, Frankie, I think, is more fair-minded, and Chloe, I think you're more social and diplomatic in the way that, like, you're the mom friend. (laughs) Hey, I'm diplomatic. You're diplomatic. People put me in charge of stuff. You're not the mom friend, though. You're, like, the stage manager. Chloe is the mom friend. I've come to the realization that I'm not the mom friend, but I am the prepared friend. That's true. I used to think that I was the mom friend, but in reality... It's that I prepared for any situation. I'm You're the like Bear the Grylls friend. You're like the uncle that goes camping. I'm yeah. Bear Grylls. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Don't put yourself that. No, you are not. I am Bear Grylls. Bear you can't. Grylls. Not in not in terms of nature, but in terms of everyday life. No. I'm the Bear Grylls friend. You I love Bear Grylls more than me. you. I'm sorry, Frankie. Did wow. You really, did you really just say that? <laughs> I don't think you understand how much I love him. I'm kidding. Okay, thank God. (laughs) Thank God. I was going to say, I had a conversation about this, and you didn't have any input. So you don't get to say that. Yeah. In the group chat. Okay. um, Weaknesses. Indecisive. Avoids confrontation. Carry a grudge. Self-pity. Okay. I feel like all of that. I feel like the first two are more Chloe. Chloe's very oh, indecisive. Sure. And she, there was a, a situation where she ab- avoided breaking up with a certain someone for weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. weeks. Avoids I confrontation. Like, I Frankie, I, I feel like, is more, confrontation. I think Frankie is more likely to carry a grudge. I have mm-hmm. so And ideas. you're more in the self-pity situation. Mm. No, but I don't. I don't think that that's always true for you. I do self-pity, but I also, I'm going to use the word rational. I think I'm mm-hmm. relatively rational sometimes. I a lot of the too. times I'm not. But but I don't self-pity or 
hold a lot of grudges. I, I self-pity a lot, but not in my head. I just outwardly do it. In my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. But I'm just even, dramatic. It's not like, it's not like annoying self-pity where it seems like you're fishing for compliments. Like, no, that's I don't like not the self-pity that you do. But, but I do, um, what was the other one? I don't hold grudges. I ha- I have like resentment. Like and I don't even I don't I hate like maybe one or two people. I don't hate a lot yeah, of people. I will well, you say because I learn see things. I try to see things, especially like I try to remove I in the moment, of course, like I don't like people, but then I try to remove myself from the situation and see it from their side. Mm-hmm. Like like if I don't like somebody, I still try to recognize like good qualities about them. Like I But I think that's the diplomatic part and the fair minded part of you. So I feel like that weakness kind of balances out with the strength. Hey, maybe I do I try. I do hold a lot of grudges. I just try to get rid of them. I try very hard to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And that takes a big person. Yeah. I am big. You're so tall. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's move on, Una. Libra likes harmony, gentleness, sharing with others, and the outdoors. Frankie loves camping. I hate the outdoors, and I hate sharing. (laughs) No, but you, so you don't like sharing with others, but I think out of all of us, you're the one who does it most. I do it, but like my mom. That's probably true. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it. And she was like, can I borrow a nail file? And I was like, it's bad. It's bad nail file. And she was like, mm-hmm. can I still see it? And I gave it to her and she was like, this is a fine nail file. And I realized, I was like, oh, I said that because I didn't want you to use it. Well, I think you're more of the sharing type, not as in like physical, but as in like vocal, emotional, talking oh, about yeah. things, stuff like that. I have an you entirely like, yeah. open book. For sure. Exactly. <laughs> anything and I talk about it. But it's good because our friendship, like, our friend group needs a person that's going to be open and is going to, like, put things out on the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, earlier we were talking about corset boobs. A real Bridgerton world. It's the eighth wonder. (laughs) The eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, it really is. All of them. All corset boobs. (laughs) Okay. Libra dislikes. Uh, Libras don't like violence, injustice, loudmouths, or conformity. I feel like the first three things no one really likes. Yeah. But I feel like, Frankie, you've said before that your favorite compliment ever is, like, eclectic. Oh, yeah. Somebody, and Chloe, you're like, calls me eclectic. <laughs> Chloe, you're like the ultimate dork. Yeah, you went entirely yeah. against the grain, and I am so, I literally admire you for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of like, you. I don't admire the nerd thing, because I'll continue <laughs> to make fun of you for literally my entire life. Oh, yeah, we're going to yeah. mock you for it. Oh, I know. But the amount of respect that I have for the fact that, like, you had a, you had a tiny braid coming out of your ponytail <laughs> all of middle school, and I oh, didn't get it braid, baby. But I was just like, that's a statement. That is. Yeah, that I is mean, a statement. I feel like, I mean, when I think about it myself, like, I don't see it as a big thing because it's just who I've always been. Like, ever since yeah. I was little, like, for Halloween, I'd always make my costumes be super, and I, I've always had interests that a lot of people didn't share, but, and so I just, as I've grown up, I've just learned to just not care and just 
you know, wield a lightsaber in the middle of the park and just not care about what anyone else thinks. I so we keep so, so many, many lightsaber tricks hidden. <laughs> yeah, funny. the lightsaber thing I don't get, but go it's on. cool. Okay, I'm here to support not you. I just don't understand it. I don't support you, but I'll make fun of anybody else that doesn't support you. Oh, oh yeah. I'll make fun of them. I'll be mean to them. But I keep all my interests kind of hidden. I'm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm unique. I'm unique, but I don't want anybody to see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the social anxiety. Um. Okay, and then the last thing for Zodiac signs, this website has a little um, compatibility score thing, Ooh. so I want to see if Leos and Libras are compatible. I hope so. It says hope. they hate each other. <laughs> Um, just a quick tangent. Una, right now, you look like Padme from Attack of the Clones. The way your hair is Nerd. and the neckline of your, your white shirt tank top thing. No, it's not. It's so cute. Like, I love it. It is I don't cute, know if but you like, didn't need to say it was Padme. I don't know anything about Padme. I'll show you a picture. She's actually a villain. That's Everybody hates amazing. her. Mm. I mean, the acting and is she's awful, so she's amazing. Oh, Gosh darn it. Okay, okay. Say the compatibility thing. It says that overall, Leos and Libras are 75% compatible. Well, that's 25% of me that hates you. Okay, (laughs) it says they have a lot to learn from each other, and the main goal of their relationship is to reach a point of shared respect and responsibility in a perfect balance of power. Oh my god, we have the same mock neck. I have the same mock neck as Padme. And I'm wearing green. Such an adorable. Oh, yeah, we just are we saying things. You're inviting. You are Princess Leia on Endor right now, Frankie. I look like Yoda. No, you look like Princess Leia on Endor. She has a poncho that's like green. We're moving on. We're moving on. This is not a Star Wars episode. Anyway, I think I think we are compatible, and I think it's right that we do. We learn from each other a lot. And yeah, Yeah. I think I share a lot of respect. For you guys, so oh, I feel good about uh, that. One of us. Yeah. Okay. Shut well, up. we didn't need to go there, Frank. <laughs> the difference Please. in responses close up. Well, okay. I love you, but I'm gonna make um, fun of you forever. Wait, I have a question, Una. Just for research purposes, do you think you can see the combatability of Libras with A Tauruses, Taurus, Tauruses, no, and B Virgos? No, Una, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't Wait, do I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm curious. No, Chloe, do it in your free time. Libra Taurus match. Let's see. Stop. Wait, we don't need to do this. Let's move on to the other oh. segment. <laughs> 33% compatibility. That makes so much sense. The score is low. Are anyway, you doing your essay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to Why are you supporting this? I'm curious. What's the other one? I, we know I'm over them, so it's fine. Virgo. No. Virgo? Yeah. Bro, you still simp. I it no, doesn't even have to be for your Oh god, what is it? How much? Thirty percent. Maybe that's why I zero. hated them so much. This makes so much sense. Oh my god, you're one percent compatible in terms of emotions. That makes even more sense. Oh my god. Chloe and one... save it save it for the exes episode. We're moving okay, on. Okay. One percent compatible in terms of sexual and intimacy compatibility. That's incorrect. Gotta say. Um, 
Okay. Well, oh my I... God, Chloe, we're gonna stop talking. <laughs> I don't know okay, what's how that? much you needed to say that. Okay, what's your that? turn, Chloe. Oh yeah. Um. So we all know I like pop culture. So my segment on this episode is pop culture personality identification type stuff. Give me a second. Sorry, I'm turning my heater off. Um. Okay. So we are gonna talk about three types. Um. Hogwarts houses, as most of us know. Um, I didn't take these um, Hogwarts houses, uh, divergent factions, and um, Hunger Games, what are they called? Districts. And so for the divergent uh, factions and the Harry Potter houses, obviously they're just, you can take like quizzes, but they're ways people can also self-identify with these, uh, what's it called, fictional groups. And then Hunger Games, they are, like, based on location, but I found that fans a lot of the times will, like, fit themselves into which, uh, what is it called, district they find they most identify with. I think that the pop culture personality stuff is really interesting because they're so, like, Hogwarts, like, everybody knows their Hogwarts house, mm-hmm. and I think that it was honestly, I hate J.K. Rowling. But I think it was a good idea because it gave the reader, the viewer, whoever, a way to just immediately put themselves in the story. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, there was a big opportunity to connect with um, your house and the setting of the yeah. books. And it's really interesting because there's like there's like compatibility things where it's like, oh, Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws aren't compatible, mm-hmm. but Ravenclaws and Slytherins are. Dude, and then, like, I think Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. Slytherin romance whatever Hufflepuff and Slytherin yeah for sure Chloe at one point was like you seem like a person that would like Draco Malfoy and I was literally like no (laughs) I was was so disgusted for a second and then the more I thought about it the more I was like no yeah I don't really know who Gryffindors are compatible with though usually you don't see like Gryffindors with anyone all I want Um, is an enemies to lovers character arc that's what I want and that's a Hufflepuff Slytherin relationship. That's but I do want to say this, that with Divergent and the Hunger Games, it's a little bit harder to connect because throughout the story, like Divergent, the factions end up like Erudite, right? That's the blue one, ends up mm-hmm. being like the villain. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm assuming all everybody's seen Divergent yeah. if they're going to see it. And with or, the Hunger Games, yeah. it's like all the factors, like, all the factions like turn on each other. So Hunger so Games. In my head, I was like, okay, Hogwarts is all the houses. Even though in the book they built up that Slytherins were bad, which I didn't like because I don't think that Slytherins are bad. I no, because later on, later on when you learn more about it, but it's even then, like Slytherins aren't bad. Even then, it's just kind of understood it was like Slytherin was the evil. Yeah. Which I didn't like. But regardless, I just think that it's a lot easier to place yourself in the Harry Potter houses because mm-hmm. the other books get a little corrupt and you're like well yeah. I don't really want to be part of the smart one because they take over the mm-hmm. world or try to or whatever I don't remember the story yeah, yeah but also okay. those are books about like society sort of falling apart so it's hard to like yeah. place yourself in a society yeah. that's falling apart collapsing and Harry Potter no I want to like be at the bottom magic wand <laughs> yeah and they tell you the wand killed. and you're like and you're the wand chooses you and your what's it called Patronus religion. Yeah. Okay, here, I will, I mean, I'm assuming everyone knows these already, but, so, I'm a Gryffindor, 
Um, Gryffindor's value courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry. The mascot is a lion, and the colors are scarlet, red, and gold. Um, and Gryffindor is what the three um, protagonists are. Um, Gryffindor, a lot of the time, people like don't really like Gryffindor because they're like, oh, you're in Gryffindor just because like you don't know anything about Harry Potter. You're just like, oh, that's the popular one. I wanted to be a Gryffindor. See, I, I didn't know didn't, anything about I Harry Potter. Open to anything, and I took like twelve different tests, and it was like, yeah, you're a Gryffindor. Stop taking these tests. No, um, I literally didn't want to be anything but a Gryffindor. I was like, the Gryffindor is the one with all the main people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the most fact, represented. I one. finally yeah. accepted Hufflepuff when I saw their common room. I stumbled upon something on Instagram, and it was like, this is a Hufflepuff common oh room, and I was God. like, oh my God, I thought they lived in a dungeon. <laughs> And they don't. It's no, the Slytherins do. Okay, Luna and Frankie, you guys are both Hufflepuffs, which uh, Hufflepuffs value hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty. House mascot is a badger, and the colors are canary yellow and black. Um, and yeah, they're basically they're just the nice ones. The finders. Yeah, the finders. They find things. Um, We're really good at finding things, dude. I saw, okay, when I was watching Star Kid and I saw that, and he was like, we're especially good finders, and I was like, I don't lose things. <laughs> I literally don't. There and if know. I do, I find them. <laughs> All right, next, I Ravenclaw. Related to that. <laughs> so Ravenclaws value intelligence, learning, wisdom, and wit. The house mascot is an eagle, and the house colors are blue I was a raven. Nope. Then why nope. would they call it a Ravenclaw? Dude, I know. It really bothers me, too. But, uh, that woman was on else. something. Yeah, we, oh, we, yeah. we like Harry Potter, but we don't, don't like J.K. Rowling. Um, okay. Next up, Slytherin. Slytherin's value ambition, cunning, uh, leadership, and resourcefulness. Dating Frankie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and, and they'll Una, basically don't leave me out do anything to get their way. And the house mascot is a serpent, a.k.a. snake, and the house colors are green and silver. Um, so, yeah, those are the Harry Potter houses. Um, oh, Hufflepuff makes sense. I wear gold jewelry. Don't yeah. ask why that registered in my brain. But I couldn't be anything else and wear gold. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Gryffindor. So, yeah. Gryffindor. So I think, I think Harry Potter houses are, always a, are, are a pretty accurate and good way to identify yourself and others. Especially because it doesn't good... say that you're a specific thing. It's really just like you could be, you could like have some of these traits. It's not mm. really telling you like you are this person. It's saying you could fit in with this group of yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I like the Hogwarts houses. Yeah. Also, it's fun. It's a way to connect with your yeah. favorite characters and, and your, your nerd yeah. friends. And yeah. your nerd Make friends. Make sure you find out your Hogwarts house for your nerd friends. Yeah, <laughs> people like me who have their own house cloak and house robe and their own mom. Anyways, next up is Divergent. So there are Amity, the peaceful, Aborigination. That's great, right? Those are the selfless. Abnegation. No, yeah, those are the selfless. Yeah, however you say it. Dauntless, the brave, Candor, the honest, and Erudite, the intelligent. And then there's Divergent, which is all of them. They're kind of like people who are- I think everybody's a Divergent. For sure. Because I I, I never was able to place myself. Because they're all too extreme. Yeah. They're I'm like, well, I'm not that smart, but I'm also not that honest, but I'm also not all that selfless, and I'm not brave. the most extreme examples of this 
Trait, oh, like the main yeah. character Triss, is like completely brave through and through her love interest completely brave through and through yeah I saw that thing that was like divergent completely ruined the the dystopian like young adult novel genre because it literally was to the extreme Ooh, it yeah. like broke it down to bare bones to the point where it was like it was nobody like else could do anything else yeah for sure but it was um, good I mean, kind of the first one I mean, I yeah, don't think it just got slowly worse after the first yeah. one. That's true. Not, the not I'd say one of the weaker pop culture personality things. Um, and yeah. next we have Hunger Games, and so it's just these. I'm not going to name all of them, but they're the different districts who specialize in different things. So there's like fishing, there's coal stuff, there's agriculture, and then like the top four or three, like one, two, three, and four or whatever they like train their whole lives to be in the Hunger Games because it's like super glorified there. So I don't think- those are the districts where they like, they make like technology and weapons and things like that. I mean, I think if it's more of not your personality type, but where you think you'd fit in. So I guess- probably what you value. And what you value too, yeah, for sure. So those are ways you can identify with it. But again, I think- out of all these, uh, Harry Potter houses are the best way in pop culture to self-identify. Um, and then I'm just going to say a quick bonus one. But uh, in Star Wars, your lightsaber colors have different meanings. And so oh, I found myself, I like identifying myself with my lightsaber color, which is green. Anyway, well, then that we was could just pick, And then you can pick which Disney princess you like the most. Actually, That's that was different. a pretty telling thing. That telling was your favorite Disney princess. We'll save. We can do it. Save it for another episode. We need an episode just. Let's do a Disney episode. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Are we ready for two minutes of hate? Yes. Oh wait, I would like to say one. Oh yes. More thing. I'll get the timer set up. Personality test. If you are a person that strongly believes in your personality test, go for it. But it does not define you. Regardless That's of true. what you it believe, does it not, does not define you. Don't let it define if you. If you're listed as a Ravenclaw, you're allowed to not even allowed. Those, like four traits. Well, mm-hmm. my thing, my thing is, if you're listed as a Ravenclaw and you strongly believe that every aspect of Ravenclaw defines you, I think it's important to remember that you were you before you found yeah. Ravenclaw. And that you can take what you learned from Ravenclaw mm -hmm. and, like, input it into your daily life, but, like, you are still you, and Ravenclaw is not you. And same thing with astrology and the Myers-Briggs. Thank you. Take everything. Okay. Okay, are you ready for your two minutes of hate, Frankie? Yes, I am. Okay, three, two, one, starting the time. Okay, so we're going to go with Emily Dickinson today, because I did a project on her in... 10th grade and that was the most infuriated I've ever been with any author ever to exist ever and also I'd like to preface this with I was not alive when she was alive I did not know her understandably but I didn't know her so this is from my opinion based on research so this definitely could not be true if you like Emily Dickinson go off I guess but Emily Dickinson number one her poetry while it does have some wonderful themes and some insightful things to say, is essentially just her messing around with capitalization and hyphens. I could do that too. Um, also, she 
locked herself in her room. She tried to go to college, got an ear infection, gave up, and then <laughs> locked herself in her room for the rest of her life and, like, only wore white, didn't leave the house, didn't ever get married, and then just, like, simped over people through letters, but was just so, like, wrapped up in self-pity that she couldn't understand that she did it to herself. And she spent her entire life staring in a graveyard and didn't once think, maybe I should stop looking at dead people because my poetry is getting pretty morbid. And I, it just frustrates me. And the problem is, and then I see the show, Dickinson with Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that kind of looks good. But then I'm like, I couldn't happily watch that. It's not entirely accurate from my understanding. And I despise Emily Dickinson. <laughs> you can end early. That's all I have. To, I, I really mean, it's like perfect her. because you had ten seconds left. Um, I will say you kind of oh, you kind of brought me over to your side. You drive a very compelling argument. I understand somebody liking her. I think that she does appeal to certain types of people. I just don't like reading her poetry because all I see is the self pity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that probably isn't true. true. I get that. I mean, I think her writing is beautiful, but I do think that she, her perspective was limited just because she was a hermit. She was a dramatic hermit, too. (laughs) I'm only going to wear white forever and ever. (laughs) Too theatrical. Just be a hermit. Ugh, she's killed. All right. Uh, well, yeah. I think this is where we will end our podcast. Thank you for joining us. Again, apologies for the atrocious audio. Um, but we will be back next week with more content. Frankie, yes. Yeah. And make sure to follow the podcast Instagram. Oh, yeah. I don't we know what are, the handle is. I will give it to you right now. Um, We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Google Podcast, we're on Apple Podcast. You can find us virtually anywhere. Um, so what's stopping you from just giving us a, a just checking us out on not another not listen? Late, listen know, to this it. whole episode again. Yeah, oh yeah, listen, you. you have to listen to it twice through. You're legally oh, obligated. Okay. Uh, we are tips.podcast on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, I hope. I mean, not I. We hope you enjoyed this episode. See you later. This is a podcast, this is a podcast, this is a podcast. Tip! Tip!